Hello everybody and welcome in to episode number 75 of the Bible 2021 podcast. We are reading Hebrews chapter 11 today and our focus is on the faith of Rahab the prostitute and your citizenship status. So this is a daily, roughly 10-minute podcast where we will get into God's Word one chapter at a time and ask some questions and seek some answers from the text. I would appreciate you checking out our webpage, Bible2021.com, sharing the show with your friends and leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. Before we get to Rahab the prostitute, let's talk about your citizenship and mine. Lots of noise these days in the U.S. about Christian nationalism, which is a thing that has reared its head in many other countries too, usually to bad results. The thing about it is, though I was born in the United States, I'm not first and foremost an American. Why not? Well, because I'm promised to another. I'm owned by another, so says 1 Corinthians 6, 19-20. You are not your own, for you were bought at a price. That's interesting. Did you know if you're a Christian, you were bought at a price, you're not your own. Now, some of the implications of that purchase are that my primary citizenship has transferred. And we see that this in our Hebrews 11 passage today, verses 13 through 16, the writer says, these all died in faith, although they had not received the things that were promised, but they saw them from a distance, greeted them and confessed that they were foreigners, huh? and temporary residents on the earth. Now, those who say such things make it clear that they are seeking a homeland. If they were thinking about where they came from, they would have had an opportunity to return, but they now desire a better place, a heavenly one. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. So, I am first and foremost a citizen of heaven. Hope you are too, as Paul makes explicitly clear in Philippians 3.20, Our citizenship is in heaven, and we eagerly wait for a Savior from there, the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, does this mean that I'm not an American at all, and I shouldn't work for the good of my country or be a good citizen? No, well, not at all. I am an American. I want to be a good American. You are a citizen of your country. I want to be a good patriot, a good citizen. But first and foremost, my primary allegiance is to King Jesus and his kingdom. So let's read our passage, and then we're going to come back and talk about prostitution and Rahab. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1 in the Christian Standard Bible. Now faith is the reality of what is hoped for, the proof of what is not seen, for by this our ancestors were approved. By faith we understand that the universe was created by the word of God, so that what is seen was made from things that are not visible. By faith Abel offered to God a better sacrifice than Cain did. By faith he was approved as a righteous man because God approved his gifts and even though he is dead, he still speaks through his faith. By faith Enoch was taken away and so he did not experience death. He was not to be found because God took him away. For before he was taken away, he was approved as one who pleased God. Now without faith it is impossible to please God since the one who draws near to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. By faith Noah After he was warned about what was not yet seen and motivated by godly fear, built an ark to deliver his family. By faith, he condemned the world and became an heir of the righteousness that comes by faith. By faith, Abraham, when he was called, obeyed and set out for a place that he was going to receive as an inheritance. He went out even though he did not know where he was going. By faith, he stayed as a foreigner in the land of promise, living in tents as did Isaac and Jacob, co-heirs of the same promise. 
for he was looking forward to the city that has foundations, whose architect and builder is God. By faith, even Sarah herself, when she was unable to have children, received power to conceive offspring, even though she was past the age, since she considered that the one who had promised was faithful. Therefore, from one man, in fact, from one as good as dead, came offspring as numerous as the stars of the sky and as innumerable as the grains of sand along the seashore. These all died in faith, though they had not received the things that they were promised. But they saw them from a distance, greeted them, and confessed that they were foreigners and temporary residents on the earth. Now those who say such things make it clear that they are seeking a homeland. If they were thinking about where they came from, they would have had the opportunity to return, but now they desire a better place, a heavenly one. Therefore God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. By faith Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac. He received the promises, and yet he was offering his one and only son, the one to whom it had been said, Your offspring will be traced through Isaac. He considered God to be able to even raise someone from the dead, therefore he received him back, figuratively speaking. By faith, Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau concerning things to come. By faith, Jacob, when he was dying, blessed each of the sons of Joseph, and he worshipped, leaning on the top of his staff. By faith, Joseph, as he was nearing the end of his life, mentioned the exodus of the Israelites and gave instructions concerning his bones. By faith, Moses, after he was born, was hidden by his parents for three months, because they saw that the child was beautiful and they didn't fear the king's edict. By faith, Moses, when he had grown up, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter and chose to suffer with the people of God rather than to enjoy the fleeting pleasures of sin. For he considered reproach for the sake of Christ to be better wealth than the treasures of Egypt, since he was a looking ahead to the reward. By faith, he left Egypt behind, not being afraid of the king's anger, for Moses persevered as one who sees him who is invisible." By faith he instituted the Passover and the sprinkling of the blood so that the destroyer of the firstborn might not touch the Israelites. By faith they crossed the Red Sea as though they were on dry land. When the Egyptians attempted to do this, they were drowned. By faith the walls of Jericho fell down after being marched around by the Israelites for seven days. By faith Rahab, the prostitute, welcomed the spies in peace and didn't perish with those who disobeyed. What more can I say? Time is too short for me to tell about Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, David, Samuel, and the prophets, who by faith conquered kingdoms, administered justice, obtained promises, shut the mouths of lions, quenched the raging of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, gained strength and weakness, became mighty in battle, and put foreign armies to flight. Women received their dead, raised to life again. Other people were tortured, not accepting release so that they might gain a better resurrection. Others experienced mockings and scourgings as well as bonds and imprisonment. They were stoned. They were sawed in two. They died by the sword. They wandered about in sheepskins, in goatskins, destitute, afflicted, and mistreated. The world was not worthy of them. They wandered in deserts and on mountains, hiding in caves and holes in the ground. All these were approved through their faith, but they did not receive what was promised, since God had provided something better for us, so that they would not be made perfect without us. So, next topic, prostitution. As you might imagine, the This is not an activity that is encouraged in the Bible. And yet the Bible speaks of individuals who are sex workers in a surprising way. Surprising at least to some people who have an implicit view that Christianity is a religion just for good people. Hebrews 11 has what many people have kind of dubbed the Faith Hall of Fame. Meaning that Hebrews 11 gives us many examples of men and women of the Old Testament 
who were faithful in one way or the other. Some of the names on that list are pretty surprising, and one of the most surprising of all is Rahab the prostitute. Verse 31 says, By faith Rahab the prostitute welcomed the spies in peace and did not perish with those who disobeyed. So here's a question for you. How did a Canaanite woman who didn't know the God of Israel at all act in faith? While you're thinking about that question, here's another one. How did a prostitute act in faith? Now, if you're struggling with these questions, it's likely that a part of your struggle is because you equate faith with being good. And, you know, there's probably some valid reasons for that. But Rahab didn't know God, and her profession was one absolutely forbidden by the Bible. How could she have faith? How could she be in the Faith Hall of Fame? Here's the thing. Faith simply means belief. Rahab believed the Israelite spies and what they said about God. She believed and she was saved. As simple as that. But wait a minute, you say. She was a Canaanite. Hold on. She was a prostitute. That's right. Faith isn't just for the righteous and the godly or the Americans or the Israelites or whatever. In fact, the testimony of the Bible is that all of our righteousness apart from Christ amounts to a bunch of filthy rags. So whether we are criminals or prostitutes or politicians or pastors, whatever, before we met Christ, it doesn't matter. We don't bring anything to the table. The most virtuous person out there adds nothing to their more to their salvation than the prostitute does. We all come to Christ empty-handed with nothing to commend us, nothing to help us. In fact, the criminals and prostitutes might be better off than a seemingly virtuous person because they know they have nothing to offer God. And when offered salvation by faith in what Jesus has done versus salvation by simply being good and following rules, a criminal or a prostitute might jump at the offer of salvation by faith in Jesus. Jesus spoke of this dynamic to the most law-abiding, law-and-order kind of people of his time. Matthew 21, 31 and 32, Jesus said to them, Truly I tell you, tax collectors and prostitutes are entering the kingdom of God before you. For John came to you in the way of righteousness and you didn't believe him. Tax collectors and prostitutes did believe him. But you, when you saw it, didn't even change your minds then and believe him. Wow. This reminds me of that wonderful truth of Romans 5, 8. But God proves his own love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So we shouldn't marvel that God saves prostitutes and criminals or that there are prostitutes and criminals in the Faith Hall of Fame. We should marvel and rejoice that God saves anybody. While we were still sinners, Jesus died for us. Well, we're going to get into the Old Testament tomorrow. I hope you join us then. Let's close with our verse of the month for March. Hebrews 7.25, therefore Jesus is able to save completely those who come to God through him since he always lives to intercede for them. Amen and amen. Good day to you, friends, and Godspeed.